Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, good afternoon. Welcome back. Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And I must uh, do a quick apology to the Golden Fig. I mentioned yesterday that their previous location was being turned into a Mediterranean Italian restaurant. I should have been more clear on that. I'm sorry. The Golden Fig is alive and well. They have moved to a larger location. So my bad. I should have been more clear yesterday. So calm down, everybody. Well, and Donnie, you don't remember, we don't ever need to open our show at the top of the hour with where a store is or is not relocated like a community newspaper. Oh, really? I, uh, yeah. No, not no, really. I was just, you know. It was, we were having, following in Julia's target footsteps. We were having just like Julia's target footsteps. Yeah, Donnie, I am not I letting don't, you. I mean. I am not I letting even, you throw no. her under the bus for something you did 45 minutes wait, wait, wait. after. <laughs> wait, okay. So, sorry. Going to take it back. Just a hot second before we move on to fact or fiction. What does Target steps mean? What? What? She's walking through oh, Target. And she was talking. No, no, about no, it? no. In random thought, she she likes to talk about Target a lot because she oh, likes to shop because, there. And well, Lori just looks at it like, why do you keep talking about Target? <laughs> so, anyway. like, I'm looking at Donnie. Like, why is he still That's talking right. right now? Okay. Oh, all right. Let's move on. Here we go. Scientists have found that protons and neutrons are made up of other particles. Oh, fiction. Once upon a time, there were three little pigs who went out into the big world to build... Here's Donnie Love. All right, Victor Victor Faction. Factor Fiction, here we go. Presto, staccato, and utrio are all terms associated with playing the piano. All all terms. Well, they're musical terms, so we'll say fact. Uh... Squeeze me. That, that last us. one, Utrilo, oh. uh, that's a French painter. Well, but staccato. Is that no, something? Yeah, I said all three. Oh. So technically. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a trick a, question. A, oh, excuses, oh, excuses, We quit listening after staccato. We're yep. like, oh, we know yep. this. We know that. Excuses. That means that, that, all right, how about this one? Other names suggested for the classic Sony Walkman, which we remember fondly. Other names suggested included Freestyle, The Stowaway, and Soundabout. Well, now you're tricking me with the three name thing, but I'm going to go with true because I feel like the last one was highly considered. Mm -hmm. Yes, Yes, that is a fact. Those were the ultimate names. I just was going with my gut that, yes, I didn't have anything to extrapolate with. I'm glad you articulated that, but I felt immediately that that was fact. All right. Uh, Cullen Skink is a small rodent that is native to the continent of South America. Cullen Skink. That's fact. A skink is a real thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sure. Fact. Uh, oh, uh, what is it, Africa? Uh, Cullen skink is a fish and potato soup from Scotland. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I felt like there oh, was I a thought skink. It was, isn't there? Yeah. There is, but oh, not it's a, a Cullen skink. skink. Oh, Wait, so what is it? Well, just a skink. skink. Just a skink. A Cullen skink. Okay, but what kind of food did you say it was? Uh, fish and potato soup. I'm pretty sure that we're pu- I'm putting an end to this game like next week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I know. All right, here we go. So uh, tricky this week. The archer fish can spit water up to five feet to shoot down its prey. See, you come up with such boy questions. <laughs> <on this laughs> boy questions. I'm going to say that that is fact. I'm going to say that's fiction. Uh, no, Holly's right. That is a fact. That sounds that awesome. What was the name of the fish? The archer fish. The archer, the archer fish. fish. Where can right, we last, find the archer fish? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> apart from Pluto, don't ask him any questions. <laughs> I don't have about the answer anyway. The boring factor fiction question. Well, if we're gonna have to talk about the boring oh, no. fish, Laura. We've we gotta already, at least know. We've already we forgotten. <laughs> I'm speaking for the collective audience, uh, and it's driving are no fun at all. No, no, we're just keeping things moving. All along. right, last one. Apart from Pluto, which is Sort of a planet these days. That's not a planet. Uh, okay, go with it. But apart from Pluto, all the other planets in our solar system, they were all known to people who lived in the ancient world, like Egypt and Babylonia. They, they, they all knew all about those planets, all the planets. I've already forgotten the question. It was so I long say, it fiction. I'm going to say fact, and they especially knew about Uranus. No, Lori got that right. Fiction. No, it was ah, fiction. Was, was it beyond Saturn? They knew Saturn, no, and no, then no, no, I no, I no. Laura, we're trying to, no, we're trying you to get guys our learning. Have your own radio show called <laughs> Factor <laughs> Fiction, <laughs> a <laughs> podcast. We're trying and, to get our learn on, Laura. and you we're can just do stuff. that. We're but learning. People are driving off the roads oh, right now. Not. Oh yeah, they are. They are laying on the horn. Lay on your horn right now if oh, you want me to put an end to this conversation. You love Factor Fiction. Oh, there they go. No, no, I'm telling you. You see, Julie and I never. Never ask any questions. We just move along. You're you're such a good. Um, She's polite. No, it isn't that. It isn't that you. You're you're more curious than we are That's about right. these science based questions than Julia and I are. Like we would really like more celebrity oriented factor fiction. That would be too easy. Gossipy ones. Too easy for you. No, Donnie, we we gotta <sighs> I'm changing this game. No, you're not. It's my game. You play my rules. Okay, so <laughs> uh, then don't back don't back baby in a corner because baby will <laughs> baby will will what? I don't what know. will baby do? Come out carrying a watermelon? What? Uh, what? What is that supposed to be? I don't mean no baby. She walks in yes, dirty from, dancing. from Dirty Dancing. What okay. does she do when she gets backed into a watermelon? I mean, backed into a corner. <laughs> Comes out right now. carrying a watermelon, trying to change the subject and get someone uh, to dance with Honk your horn if you have no idea what Lori's talking about. No one has any idea what we're talking about because I don't even know. So how can anyone else? Right. No, I just, this fact or fiction, we don't. We, Julia and I, literally never ask any follow-up questions you just move along this is this is your uh yeah you're you're totally messing with your probation i'm gonna remember this if i ever have to do a wednesday show with you to set the parameters because you're too curious holly lock it off this is how you got to be on jeopardy almost not quite. I, t- I took the test the other week. You did again? Yeah. You, you can do? take it online. I don't know because they don't tell you, but I can oh. tell you personally, I thought that I totally sucked. But you probably oh. did great. Yeah, they're not 
calling me back. Well, no one's emailing me. It was hard, Lori. Well, I know, but Holly, I, I it was timed. It was oh, timed, and then like you had how to, many questions? And then you, well, and then you had to type it in. It was like fifty questions, and they keep rolling them, and it's from all different categories. Yeah. And then when they start asking you questions in your weak spots, like my weak spots, science. natural science mm-hmm. and math, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, rocks. Yeah, they need to ask you cover songs. Thank you. To, Celebrity. They movies. should have an addition. Do they ever do a Jeopardy thing where they well, just Well, they used try to have rock and roll Jeopardy. Remember that on oh, VH1 yeah. with the guy from Sugar Ray? That was a thing. They needed a better host. Donnie, you can do rock and roll Jeopardy here with Lori and Julia. That would be more fun. All right. Rock there and we roll go. Jeopardy? Yes. So I have to form it in the phrase. Uh, yes. The, okay. Don't think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. I don't want Lori's you two to get into any more conversations right now. I've got to take control. I like the idea. I've got to take control of the narrative and just go to a break and we come back as if it hasn't been random enough. Maybe we'll get random thoughts. Maybe we'll talk TV. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random. Random. It's National Poetry Day, so I thought I should read a poem. It's World, oh. it's world Poetry Faith. Let's Lovely. let's welcome Lori up to the mic. Thank Lori, reading a poem. It, well, it's a poem by Dr. Seuss. Is that okay? <laughs> I mean, sure, why I not? I mean, he's one of the first po- poets that a, a person learns about. Yes, Lori, I am. Yeah. That is true, Lori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this is. I hope this doesn't. I hope this is not one of the Doctor Seuss poems that make make you accidentally swear. Do you know this poem? Oh, well, we'll find out. West beast, <laughs> Let me get the east dump beast, button. West beast, east beast. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the dump button over here. Yeah, I'm ready. Just yeah. in case we don't trust you. Also, for an Aunt Marlene, you know Julia's Auntie Marlene, and yes. she loves poetry. And she said, "Be sure and tell people about Mary Oliver, who is one of the most wonderful poets." Mary Oliver. Mary Oliver. She mm. always writes about dogs and Mother Nature, and she's really beautiful. She's still alive, and right. she's just. She's wonderful, Mary Oliver. So Mary Oliver. I told Auntie Marlene I would do that because I, I, I saw her on Sunday at her nursing home. And we always listen to Mary Oliver poems Aww. because you can go on YouTube and find anybody, you know, reading all these poems and That's stuff. That's very lovely. Okay, here's East. No, West Beast, East Beast. Oh, oh I'm scared. Okay. I know. Upon an island hard to reach, the East Beast sits upon his beach. Upon the West Beach sits the West Beast. Each beach beast thinks he's the best beast. Which beast is best? Well, I thought at first that the East was best and the West was worst. And I looked again from the West to the East, and I liked the beast on the East Beach least. Okay. We're good. Yes. I got it. I got it. You got it. And no dumb button was used in the reciting of that poem. I can honestly say I do not know that Dr. Seuss poem. I don't know that Dr. Seuss poem either. Dr. Seuss, incredible artist, incredible poet. Mm-hmm. Go read a Dr. Seuss book today. I know. And I was just at a two-year-old's birthday party. And guess what somebody gave him? The little six-pack of the earliest Dr. Seuss, or yeah, the books. And it's that is one of the truly like childhood thing that no matter what generation you're from, yes, it's a, that's a tie. Of course, it's evergreen. Whether, Those stories yeah, are fantastic. Yeah, if somebody is 70, if someone is 50, 40, 2, 10, uh, everybody's had a little Dr. Seuss. 
in their lives. Thank you very much, Lori. Appreciate right. that. So that's it. Donnie, uh, just as somebody had tweeted us, Kristen Hanna was on like three weeks ago for her book, The Great Alone. And we always ask our authors, what's the last great book? The Shadow of the Wind was Kristen Hanna's book. And Donnie went back and listened. The Shadow of the Wind by Carlos Ruiz Zafon. The Shadow of the Wind. Yeah, she just said it was fantastic. And we love Kristen Hanna. She wrote The Nightingale and then her book, The Great Alone. Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. She was was lovely. Yeah, you were here that day. I was here that day. was uh, in Montana. She listened to that on the road trip. Oh, nice. Okay, so are you guys, have you guys watched, let's just switch it to a little TV. Have you watched, I feel, I figure you have, Donnie, because it's kind of your TV girlfriend, The Good Girls. Oh, with Christina Hendricks. I know, I love her, but I have not caught up with it. Have you? I watched the pilot episode finally, and there have been fours. And do four you episodes. like? You know Are what? you in? I do. I did like it. It was Mae Whitman was in it. Uh, she's from Parenthood. And Christina Hendricks and uh, the the guy uh, that was in Mike and Molly who played Mike's best friend in Chicago, the other cop, he's in it. I forget who his wife's name. So it's a good cast. Uh, you know what? Is it, it half hour of, episodes? It, is it what? Half hour episodes? No, it's an hour. It's sort of like, I would say it's in the veins of Claws, which was a huge hit on TNT, which yes, Julie and I were Nash this kind summer. of a swampy noir mm-hmm. thing, or you could maybe put it in the category of like a Hap and Leonard, Donnie, or Sort of that Leonard, I love. But it's they they do one robbery and something goes terribly wrong and and then it's the aftermath of the botched robbery that they're yeah, trying to deal with. It's it's good. Cool. It was, right, I mean, I liked it. I would it's definitely. Good girls? I, it's called Good Girls, and it reminded me of uh, Claws. So if you liked Claws on TNT. It, it it was unexpected. Other people, you know, they tried to say good girls just like they did with Claws. They tried to give it Breaking Bad status. Mm. It's too early. Even Breaking Bad didn't get that status no. to like their third or fourth year. It yeah. takes a long time for good TV shows to really reach their peak. Yeah, like they, I would say Babylon Berlin did it in 16 episodes. Yeah, well, I have watched two episodes of that. And I haven't gone back to it yet. It yeah. is it is really dark, Lori. It yeah. is really dark. But just, heart. You have I to. Know. I think for that episode, you have to get to the fourth episode to get the yeah. hooks okay. into you. I have to get into the fourth episode because right now I have to be honest that it's kind of hard for I me. I agree with you. I felt the get same way. into that show. Because it hops. It. Well, it hops and it's really dark. And lately I haven't been into dark, dark. moody, sexy shows. Yeah. I've been more into the light comedy shows. Yeah. Well, have you? you watched anything good well i've watched a show on netflix at a recommendation hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think of a listener on the morning show because I said that I didn't want to watch anything heavy. I've been watching a show called Everything Sucks. Oh. Everything Sucks happens in high school in the 90s. Oh, I would love this. And it's about three boys and there's a girl and they're kind of like the AV freshmen. Oh, oh, that sounds so good. Oh, yeah. And so in the one guy, Luke has a crush on this girl. And so and then they get in conflicts with the drama club. And then there's also the B story with the principal who's the dad of the girl oh, who, who likes the, the totally mom of the boy. For this show. Great 90s soundtrack. It's going to take you back. And it's just a little half hour episode. Yeah. It's light. It's fun. And it's on Netflix. And it's on Netflix. Uh, I don't think really anyone of note is in the yeah, show, but okay. it's just. Oh, it's, I'm looking at the cast. They're yeah. all newcomers. They're all newcomers. It good. But it's just a nice throwback. Like one of the episodes oh, features some Oasis music, and one of the girls is in Tori Amos, and and so it's just a nice little half hour yeah. nuggets. Everything yeah. sucks. I it's, recommend it's, it. I like it. it. That's like how I feel about Riverdale. That is just like nice. Well, Riverdale is kind of dark, dark, right? But it's funny and it's tongue in cheek. And Greg Berlante uh, is doing, you know, he did Riverdale and he's done so many. You know, this is his first movie that's out this uh, Simon, a love story. That's from Greg Berlante. Berlante. He was always kind of known as the teenage soap Guy on on television, he's done... uh, What else has he done besides Riverdale? Oh, gosh, he's done... um, Gilmore Girl, or not Gilmore Girls, uh, Gossip Girl, was he involved with that? Supergirl, oh, yeah. He did all the arrows. Oh, um, so he's on the CW. So if you like the CW, CW, then you need to go and see Love, Simon. Have you seen this movie, Laura? Well, they showed in two weeks ago, two weeks ago on Riverdale, they showed a clip, they worked it into the show where everyone who kind of didn't have a Friday night date, was at this movie theater about Simon, a love story. And they Look showed that synergy they going showed on, the, CW. What they did was they showed the scene, because, you know, Jennifer Garner is in that movie. Yeah, she plays the mom. She plays the mom. Yes, and it's right. like really, um, they, the, the thing about being gay, it doesn't matter what era you came of agent, you still, it's never an easy thing to do and it's never something straight people have to do. Right. Josh Dumel is right? the dad. Yeah, we ne- straight people never have to come out. We no, never have to let you people don't know. Have to, yeah. And it's still not easy to do that and as and they showed in Riverdale a clip from the movie and Jennifer Garner saying to him after he tells her, being gay is something you have to go through on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of showed that. But well, that movie's been getting great reviews, great and reviews. everyone who has seen it has loved it. I've seen uh, reviews on social media of people in my networks, and they said that this is a yeah. great film. And Donnie and I, he worked on Dawson's Creek, he worked oh. on Everwood, he worked oh. on Jack and Bobby. Oh, my. Oh, well, Jack and Bobby, Jack which was a great Bobby. show. Yeah, Political oh. Animals, Blind Spot. He's Mr. TV. So he did this movie, Sim- Love Simon. That's what it's called. The Love movie Simon. is called Love Simon. I was calling it. All right. Wrong name. Anyway, we got Kenny. I know that's the right name for that traffic kitty. He's going to tell us what is going on. The traffic what? The traffic kitty. Nice haircut, Kenny. Uh, Daddy, you mean. Traffic daddy. That's what I mean. Looking fresh. Daddy, I do like that. Uh, Where's Half Pint at today? This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest? Latest. Oh, what's trending online this afternoon? Well, today, Fred Savage. 
It's trending online this afternoon. The actor is being accused of harassing and assaulting a female member of the wardrobe team on his Fox series, The Grinder. Savage is denying all of these allegations today. Mark Zuckerberg also trending. He is breaking his silence on the Facebook data scandal that has been dominating headlines the past few days. And he vows that Facebook will make changes. Also, it's a snow day for many parts of the East Coast because a nor'easter is affecting many states. Uh, lots of things canceling, lots of people going home early, lots of people taking a snow day during winter storm. This Toby. is their fourth I know. Easter, and they talk about our weather. You know, I was getting a little grumpy yesterday when we had a dusting of snow on the first day of spring, so I'm going to shut my mouth after looking at pictures of that nor'easter. Yeah. Going to be quiet. Uh, also trending online, the Daytime Emmy Awards nominations are out for the Daytime Emmy Awards, and the ABC soap General Hospital leads the nominees with 26 nominations. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Look, I don't mean to frustrate, but I always make the same mistakes, yeah. Always make the same mistakes, cause I'm bad in love. Ooh, ooh. But you can't blame me for trying. You know I'd be lying, saying you're the one. Ooh, ooh. That could finally fix me. Looking at my history, I'm bad. Got a girl with California eyes And I thought that she could really be the one this time But I never got the chance to make a mind Because she fell in love a little thin white lines London girl with an attitude We never told no one but we Ah, oh, there's a little Halsey, bad at love By the way, we got a couple of people tweeting us about uh, Factor Fiction, uh, Donnie and Holly So Dawn uh, said, uh, love Factor Fiction Don't love your whining, buck up, buttercups and then Brian said that was the best dirt alert of shade ever. <laughs> okay, so, um, and of course, you know, we're just, uh, I don't know why. It's crazy on Wednesday. It's hump day. It's hump I get day. it. I it's understand. Hump day. We've got a big day tomorrow. The bids for kids. Yes. Everybody, we want to raise as much money as possible. We hope, I'm praying someone wants to go to Lord with, with me in the suite. They're great buy-along options yeah, Friday night. Is it, I love it. That's what yes. you call it, the buy-along. Okay, so, uh, and then the trip to Vegas is, of course, the, the f- last prize of the day. The piece of song. That's right. Okay, so the, the morning shows are, I mean, thank goodness they cost, caught the Austin Bomber. Because yes. that yeah, was yes. unbelievable. That So that was everywhere over the news. And then, of course, the weather. But the mm-hmm. other thing that I think all the morning news shows are just like salivating and they're getting their extra correspondence and extra programming and packages ready because it's two months until the wedding. wedding. It's actually not wait 58 days or something like that. To be exact. (laughs) And 13 hours, 21 minutes and and five seconds. (laughs) So they're all doing it now. Here's another observation I will just make as a segue and then we'll get back to the royal stuff. I have noticed... Since Charlie Rose, since the whole Me Too, Charlie Rose out at CBS. Bye. Bye. Matt Lauer out at NBC. ABC didn't seem to have any problems. They've got their big Ryan Seacrest problem, but they're still pretending that's not happening. Yes, but they're not having issues with George Stephanopoulos. But all the morning uh, news anchors and reporters are wearing sleeves. 
The They're, females. The women. Mm-hmm. Yes. They they never, they always were sleeveless. Matt Lauer sat next to sleeveless women every single day. Seldom did you ever even see a half sleeve. Now you see full sleeves, three-quarter sleeves, sleeves. So, Lori, being the intrepid well, morning I- show investigator that you are, and noticing this, and noticing the trends, and noticing it's across all the networks. I think that the, what do you think? I think, think that's the unofficial thing where they've silently or subtly or only brought you clothing. I don't know if news anchors are dressed by people or whatever, if the, the wardrobe is provided for them. But I think that they are just like, all of a sudden they've stood up and said, I'm sick of being cold. Yeah. On the set. Yeah, the studios are cold. I'm yeah. sick of wearing a, a sheath dress all the time yeah. and I want to be comfortable. Yeah. And I, and Julie and I have talked about it a couple times that the morning, all the women you never saw Lara always in sleeveless, Robin sleeveless, Nora O'Donnell, Gail, Oprah. No matter uh, what so, the season, no so you're talking mid December. Yes, sleeveless, sleeveless dress. And now it's like for some reason, uh, and maybe it's the, they've just put their foot down and just said we're done doing that. But they have, and I'm just like, can you imagine that? So the guy is sitting there in his coat and his tie and his long. Pants, his long sleeve shirt yep, under that, and there's up, a woman yeah. in her little dress showing off her arm and showing off more skin. Yep, because what that makes you look more whatever. I mean, it's just such a weird, subtle. Sure, no, I un- completely agree with you. It's a, it's a weird aesthetic that putting the the female in this kind of uniform. Why? Because you're a female. Do you have to show skin? Why do you have to be yeah. showing yourself off at seven in the morning when the guy gets to wear the suit and the I'm tie and the jacket you, and the outfit? If anyone else notices that, call. Well, I want to be watching for this now Watch because it. I like the change. I have always, you know, look. If you want to wear whatever you want, as long as it's your decision, if you're an anchor on television and you wanted to wear the sleeveless sheath dress and that's your call, then be my guest. Yeah. Th- then more power to you. But that this has become a de facto uniform yes. for female news people. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. Who? I don't. Ask At least any on woman. the national level. Yes. On the national level, yes. that's what you that's what you see. Everybody, not necessarily like the reporters that are reporting from the White House lawn or something like that, but the news anchors, the people reporting in the studio, even on entertainment tonight, all the entertainment shows, they're always sleeveless. Yeah. Now, I haven't really seen that change, but it's most noticeable in the morning. I'm going to be watching out for this. Yeah. Good observation. Okay, so the morning shows, they are all excited. And boy, today did they go off in the wedding cake news yesterday that no fruitcake for Kate and Harry, uh, which is traditional, ah. and that they're going to have a lemon elderberry cake with fresh flowers and buttercream frosting. It tastes like spring. spring mm. Which, basically, it's a sheet cake that yeah. Americans have been loving for wedding cakes for a long, long time. And we're like, of course, that's what she's having. Do you know Meghan Markle was like, mm, fruit cake at my wedding? Yeah, no. I don't think so. All right, let's play it, Donnie. The bride-to-be already in white. Meghan Markle's first official event with the queen. Check. The royal venue? Check. And now, the cake checked off the wedding to-do list. A flowery creation from California pastry chef Claire Patak. The palace announcing the news on Twitter. The couple have asked Claire to create a lemon elderflower cake with the bright flavors of spring, covered with buttercream and decorated with fresh flowers. 
Patak's Violet Bakery, a small shop in East London. Her creations, renowned for their high-quality, seasonal, organic ingredients, the palace said. The baker, like the bride-to-be, was actually raised in California. Markle interviewed Patak for her now-defunct lifestyle blog, The Tig. In a statement, Patak said she was delighted. Lemon and elderflower as well sounds very spring-like. Sounds very delicious and frankly in comparison to normal royal wedding cake which is like fruit cake covered in marzipan that nobody really wants. Ugh. This could be good. This could be the first edible wedding cake in history. At William and Kate's wedding, guests were treated to tradition, a towering eight-tiered work of art, British fruit cake with more than 900 sugared leaves and flowers. Charles and Diana served 27 cakes at their wedding, plus Ooh. a fruitcake five feet tall. What? The Queen's wedding cake was even taller, nine feet high, weighing an astounding 490 pounds. <laughs> oh. And then there's the price. A slice of royal wedding cake can fetch big bucks. A piece of um, William and Kate's wedding cake recently sold for thousands of pounds. So if you get a little piece in a box, you happen to be a guest, then you do keep it. <laughs> and that really takes the cake oh my wow. god i just loved all the little details about all the other cakes yeah. the nine foot tall, nine foot tall fruit cake, cake covered in marzipan oh, I know. well I of marzipan. course it's going to be a, a unique gift because yeah. someone's going to want to eat that piece of cake anyways you get sick yeah Ooh. but how about that yeah that they can i'm just like we've kensington palace announced on twitter the official the cake the there cake. she is for their wedding cake, Prince Harry and Ms. Meghan Markle have chosen pastry chef Claire Patak, owner of the London-based cakery Violet Cakes. Oh my gosh, I bet Violet Cakes has a bunch of followers now. Yeah. I bet they do. And by the way, that shady, shady book uh, that Katie Nichol is uh, um, pumping about uh, oh, the Prince, Prince Harry. Harry, Life, Loves, and, and, and Losses or yeah, something. Yeah. It, I mean, it came out, so it's so... Is sh- it already out? Well, she... Yeah, I it's out. So, yeah. She... Describes herself as a royal expert and Entertainment Tonight uses her and the Today Show uses her. And here is what she told. I had to, I died laughing. Entertainment Tonight. Please. Exclusively reporting that uh, he's, he's very keen to have children straight away. Oh, of course he is. He's made no secret about wanting children. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. Would she have said anything else? Anyone, anywhere could have said that about Prince Harry. Would they have said anything else about this? They would have said, wants to go party in Vegas a little yeah, more if right. married. She's never going to say that. Oh, and she let them know that Prince Harry loves George and, and Charlotte. Oh, of he course. loves his niece and nephew? Did, wow, did shock. Really? shock. I, I mean, break. Stop the presses, Lori. He oh loves his God. niece and Megan nephew. Megan was so excited to meet Charlotte and George. Oh. I mean, I this is some real investigative is, reporting going on. Lori, thank you for sharing. And, uh, I, you know, what do you think? Is Meg, she's 36, going to be 37 in August. The baby fertility clock is not a gong, but it's loud. It's ticking. So yes. what, did, what did the special report say? That Meghan Markle is eager to start a family right away after they get married. Well, what I'm asking you is, will, they, will she be pregnant by Thanksgiving? I think that there's probably 50-50 in as much, Lori, as you have accurately assessed that, yes, that there is. She's either going to get pregnant right away as soon as she goes up the hill or it'll take a while. Or it will take a while. So 
50-50 odds. Right. But I think that they're definitely going to give it the old college try, and I wish them the best. I think so. <laughs> I, I think she's best. thrown... I think she hasn't thrown the pills away yet. But no. maybe when they go on their little little getaway to Greece before they before get the married, yeah. because yeah. that's happening. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. It's going to be, it's gonna be a slow pills. wean, get rid of the pills, so by the time you get married, you're fully in your natural cycle. And then she could get pregnant. <laughs> and then she could. And then, and then they could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a gong, but it is loud. Correct. 36, that almost 37. Like an awful mm-hmm. lot of pressure on her. Wait, what if she doesn't want to get right oh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not really. Not really. It's not really. She loves him and if she's always wanted to have kids. And I feel like this whole marriage thing wouldn't have happened if they didn't talk about kids. kids. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. You're not getting married to uh, Prince Harry to Prince without Harry. having that conversation and about family. And he's also, you know, if he didn't think of it himself, his somebody said to him, hey, you better make sure. Well, he's in his 30s, too. Yeah. So yeah. there's just natural conversations that two people in a relationship would have. Yes, because you don't want to be surprised when you get married to somebody and they said, I never wanted any kids. Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> we'll oops surprise, idea. surprise. <laughs> All right, we come back. We're going to Hollywood. So what are you trying to say? What is the meaning of this? Getting back to our cover song uh, conversation, uh, Melissa let us know Lord does a cover in concert of Everyone Wants to Rule the World. The Tears for Fear song. Yeah. I love that song. I right? do she'll too. do a good job. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. And also that in the Walk the Line movie, uh, Johnny Cash and June sang It Ain't Me, Babe. Ah, good call. Good call. Okay. So. Uh, Here's a little Hollywood speak. Uh, Aubrey O'Day, who basically it seems to be pretty much acknowledged, uh, except by the two parties, but uh, by multiple sources that had an affair with Mary Donald Trump Jr. while appearing on Celebrity Apprentice 2011-2012. I mean her song DJT. That's right. She appeared, oh. she appeared on some show in 2012, telling the audience that her paramour was a big celebrity, but she couldn't reveal his name because she'd be sued up the wazoo. She said while filming the show, she caught the eye of the star, and he's like, um, we looked at each other for two seconds, and we started making out like crazy, and then he went to rip off my dress, and he's like, holy crap, I've never seen Spanx that big in my life. <laughs> what? And How romantic. He had phone exactly sex and Skype sex, and he called her Spanky because Ew, of all of her spanks. Ew. <laughs> she said, no. like, I, I think oh I'm gosh. great, but he hangs out with, like, he's at dinner with huge celebrities. He runs with big people who are from different worlds. And she said she caught him in bed with someone else. Oh, so, so I don't know if it's DJT Jr. or somebody else. She's been on 10 different reality shows, but it sounded like it like i could hear him i could hear him saying that to her holy bleep i've never seen spank that and big. also calling her spanky, spanky. i can totally, i hope she called him alfalfa 
I don't know, something but like I that. just can see that's him so, saying oh, that. that is, something so dumb. So, like, those are the biggest spanks I've ever seen. Oh, well, well, you know what? I mean, you know, someone who's used to just saying whatever comes to mind. <laughs> oh, maybe. But maybe it was somebody unfiltered. else. It was somebody else. Just because she told it in 2012 didn't mean it happened in 2012. But you can That's mull true. on that. But you can just uh, read between the lines. Yeah. Uh, by the way, supposedly Vanessa Trump uh, and her children, she had three at the time, confronted Aubrey O'Day ah. after Vanessa found dirty texts on Donald's phone when he was in the shower. So she confronted her. Oops. Yeah. She called the singer with her children on the phone to ask her to end the relationship. Oh, so things got awkward, awkward there. Yeah. yeah. Leave my daddy alone. Oh, no. The kids got on the phone and talked to her. Okay. That's really awkward. Don't play the kids oh, into don't that. Do I don't, don't bring know. the kids this, into that. This is what somebody oh, no. is reporting on uh, that, um, you know, she just made a desperate plea. We've seen it in soap operas. That's true. We, we have, have well, we have seen it in soap opera, so it must be is, it must be happening. It, it could very if it well was from all my children. Then yes, it could be happening. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pam Dauber is there's a new book about Robin Williams out, and she cooperated with the book. The book is simply called Robin. Yeah, it comes out yep. in May. Yeah, mm-hmm. she gave an interview, and one of the things she said, well, that they just clicked. And you could tell if if you've even watched Robin the, Williams and Pam Dauber. Dauber on Mark and Mindy, even if you've watched old reruns. And she said, uh, she said, I had the grossest things done to me by him and I never took offense. I mean, I was flashed, humped, grabbed, bumped. I think he probably did it to a lot of people. It was so much fun. Um, like sometimes he'd grab, grab me by the boobs and run away and he could get away with it. It was the 70s Ooh. after all. No, that is true. It's, it was the 70s. It, it was, was Robin s- being Robin. Yeah. He could get away with murder. Yeah. And people just, and sometimes he would take all of his clothes off and he'd be standing there totally naked. And his aim in life was to make Pam Dauber blush. Oh, and he was he was <laughs> very, probably using the using the cocaine on the set of Mork and Mindy yeah. and other things. I, I wonder when this interview was conducted. I wonder when this interview was conducted because we get this little sound bite. From this interview, from this book, yeah, and it's a little awkward. But but I mean, that's the way it was. I mean, it, I no, can, I know. It's just like the, the whole framing of this. But I understand what she's saying is that you know did, this, this, this. She personally, she took no offense. She did it not never take bothered her and never upset yeah. her. She thought it was funny. It was so much fun, and it was the seventies after all. And she said he would just. Had the sparkly eyes, and he just looked like a pie. And she just said it was Robin being Robin. And we just no one thought anything of it. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, judgmental hindsight. Yeah, yeah. do you remember? Do you know who she's married to? Yeah, she's, she's married, married to, to Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon, yeah. I They've knew been she a was. Time. Yeah, I, long knew, time. I was trying yeah, to think of that today. And yeah. she stopped acting. She did. She did. Yeah. They had kids, I think, and I guess yeah. she... Oh, they have two sons. Yeah. I loved her in the movie Stay Tuned with John Ritter, where they got sucked into the television from hell. Oh my gosh, that sounds like something that was on... <laughs> was that a TV movie? TV movie. No, it was an actual really? movie that came out it in the movie was? theater oh my gosh. in the early 90s, and the whole premise of the movie is John Ritter plays 
Pam Dauber's husband. He's kind of a bum. Oh my gosh. And he likes his TV. His TV gets busted. Then Satan comes and offers him <laughs> a new TV satellite. And then it sucks him in and it tries to kill him and tries to take his soul. Anyways, mm, sorry, I, did, I missed that. Yeah, sorry you yeah, did miss that. I, I feel like uh, mm. you missed out on some high quality okay, here, entertainment. Here's, here's yeah. another one. I mean, this one. It's from Us Weekly. Oh, good. I can't uh, wait. Truth. Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau have barely spoken since they've broken up. Let me also tell you something, Lori, that the sky is blue and the grass is green and bears poop in the woods. (laughs) I mean, thirsty Uh, much After taking a step back, says a source close to Aniston, it's very clear to Jen that they were not suited for one another. Now, I wonder if that's because this friend is really upset about Jennifer having to deal with the fact that Justin Thoreau has been fooling around with Petra, the It Girl photographer, for over a year. Ding, 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 ding. Jeez. Exactly. You you said it right. Of course, yeah. they were not meant for each other. I mean, we kind of. Why the did rumor. she marry him? Well, because you know, people always think. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. women and men are guilty of it. People think that they can change somebody. They think. People lie about their intentions. They might not even realize they're lying. You know, I mean... Did we ever figure out if their marriage was actually legal and binding? Because remember, there was a little controversy when they first announced that they were separating that... Were they even married in the yeah, first place? Yeah, I think that they were that actually, they, were they, they did get married and blah, blah, blah. Well, again, and, the whole marriage thing for Justin and Jennifer seemed like an afterthought to them. They were together for a long time before. Four years. And then they got married. Hey, let's just go on our regular trip to Cabo like we do. No, they they took, they rented a charter okay. a plane and went to Bora Bora oh, with like 25 yeah. of their but friends. But it was such so like, a, it was such a, a weird like afterthought. It wasn't, it was just like, hey, let's just do this. Yeah. I'm I'm not, yeah, I'm not really might crying well. for the loss of this couple. No. I'm not mourning. I'm not either. Okay, Barbara Streisand suggests that her nose is why she wasn't sexually harassed back in the day. Uh, she said, I wasn't like those pretty girls with nice little noses. That's why I was never sexually harassed. Well, Barbara Streisand, let me tell you, it doesn't matter what your nose looks no, like. Every no. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. When she just got sexually, lucky, I guess. Yeah. Or, or sometimes when she was... Harass, she didn't, like Pam Dauber, didn't take it that way. It didn't offend her. But it has nothing to do with your nose, Barbara Streisand. It has nothing to do with how you look. Please, please. (laughs) (sighs) Being glib. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Here's another one. Busy Phillips sent to the hospital after getting a sunburn on her eyes. Look, man, that is serious. Wear your polarized lenses, y'all. That's right. You have got... To put yeah, on the sunglasses. She burned her eyes at a photo shoot. The lights were so bright. Oh my gosh. Take care of yourself. She said, I'm so on brand, I do one photo shoot and burn my eyeballs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we will be back. What are we coming back with? Oh, yeah. It's a surprise.